This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straub. It is Monday, March 22nd, and this is your serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups episode. We're going to talk about a couple of players who have been benefiting from injuries to big-name teammates, some rookies making noise, and a bunch of other notable waiver wire names. That is coming up in just a minute. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, I'm joined by Steve Alexander. Steve, how uh, how's your weekend been? What March ma- been March madnessing it up, dude? Yes. Uh, Saturday Saturday was a long day for me. I spent. From 8 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. at the golf course. Wow. Now, that's a long time. You played at 36 there? We just kept playing. I don't know how many holes it ended up being because the after the official 18 were over, we just kept, we just kept rolling. Wow. Then I went to dinner with my wife and got home around 9, 9.30 p.m. And then I worked and rode up. A few NBA games of some player news blurbs. And then I stayed up until like five o'clock in the morning grading brackets because I don't know, people probably can't see this, but I still I still do it the old fashioned way, Matt. We we do we do paper brackets. We don't do wow. this. We don't do this computer stuff. Let me say this. First of all. People definitely you said people probably can't see this on the audio version I can confirm that they cannot see it. We are we are on we are on video for a for a portion of this. Anyways, also I will say I can confirm from my perspective that you had a very long day because when I emailed you on Saturday night to ask if you were up for doing this Sunday morning, I believe your response was if I'm alive. And then you later confirmed I am alive. So I, I, I woke up this morning to an email from you that said I'm alive. So I figured we were on. And I think we're ready to get off and running. 
You ready to do this? Let's go. Kind of one of the big headlines, maybe the biggest headline coming out of the weekend, depending on what happens on Sunday, is LeBron James left with what is, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, being called a high ankle sprain after getting his leg rolled up on against the Hawks on Saturday. Hawks won that game, by the way, their eighth win in a row. Uh, LeBron stayed in the game, looked like he was going to just, you know, be superhuman LeBron, tough it out, stayed in the game, hit a corner three, then kind of departed shortly thereafter, slammed a chair to to the ground on his way off the court. So he didn't return... I mean, Kyle Kuzma is already rostered in your league. So I think the move here in fantasy leagues is you speculatively add Talon Horton Tucker, who is 17% rostered as of this recording, to see if he gets an extended opportunity. Steve, I'm going to tell you THT's numbers per 36 minutes and and then get your thoughts on him. Per 36, he's around 16 points, five boards, four and a half assists, a steal and a half, a block, a three per game. Again, that's per 36 for Talon Horton Tucker. So... How intrigued are you for, you know, with LeBron potentially out multiple weeks here? Well, first of all, I think you buried the lead there. Um, the Hawks have won eight games in a row. Yeah, no big deal. I just kind of I just kind of no big dealed it. You did. You just smoothed right over it. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, to me, might. I mean, when when you talk about guys who are intriguing, that is Taylor Horton Tucker. He's been that way all year. He's had glimpses of brilliance. All season long. Now with LeBron out, we might really get to see what Taylor Tucker can do. One, I don't know how long LeBron's going to be out. You mentioned before we got on the air that he's superhuman. And if he's supposed to miss a month, I could see him missing 10 days. That's sort of how I think LeBron rolls. But the Lakers record is so good. The playoffs aren't really in jeopardy. They don't need him necessarily. I think THT is a great pickup right now. Yeah, agreed. And and again, as I said on Saturday, it really looked like LeBron was just legitimately going to power through that high ankle sprain and stay in the game. So it would not be shocking to see him back very quickly. It also wouldn't be shocking to see him miss weeks as as he is reportedly uh, now slated to do. Does that make sense? Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, meanwhile, a guy we talked about on the podcast on Friday, Jordan Poole, had another big game on Saturday night. He scored 23 and 25 and 26 points in his last three games, 12 three-pointers in total. He also added five assists on Saturday, which you like to see. Again, that was without Steph Curry. Uh, I think we're reaching the point with Poole, who last check was 35% rostered in Yahoo. You just pick him up and see how long this can go because the volume is there in points and threes alone to make him worth rostering as long as he's this hot. Well, and like you said, with Curry out, I think Poole's a must-have guy. With Curry in, Poole is playing well enough. He should be rostered in a lot of leagues. He led the Warriors in scoring in, in the game on Saturday. He's been among the leaders in scoring for that team for a while now. And, I mean, I think threes and points are are his main specialty, but he, he's playing so well. I think there's probably guys on your roster who are not as good as Poole. Waiver Wire all-star TJ McConnell had started to fade with Karis LeVert back. And I think was getting dropped in some leagues. His roster percentage dipped to 39%, which makes him technically eligible to be talked about on this podcast. He had a monster TJ McConnell game on Friday after a couple of duds. 16 points, 6 rebounds, 15 dimes. And he had a couple steals and a block as well, as he's known to do. So if you check your waiver wire and see TJ McConnell floating out there, I think it's worth you know giving him another shot. Well, the 16, 6, and 15 on eight and nine shooting was ridiculous on Friday, but 
you know, the reason he might be available in your league is because he had two points in back-to-back games last Saturday and Monday. Like, that's that's rough. And they, they there was not much else to those games, uh, 19 and 23 Agreed. minutes. He's kind of been hit or miss all season. But when he gets hot, he can carry your entire team. So maybe Friday's big line was the start of another hot streak. Well, and the... Pacers were set to play shortly after we were going to record this on Sunday. So you can check back to see what he did on Sunday. If it was another two-point dud, I'm fine to ignore him. But if he had, you know, 8.7 dimes or something like that, uh, I think you give him a look. And now, Steve, I want to transition to a couple notable names in Detroit. And this is a guy I think we're going to keep talking about until this roster percentage gets higher, which I think it's going to gradually do. Isaiah Stewart, just 13% rostered still. Hit another three-pointer on Friday. He's starting to add that to his already appealing skill set. And in his last 10 games prior to Sunday, the rookie was sitting around 8.5 points, 7.5 boards, just under a steal per game, just over a block per game. Again, starting to hit some threes, 0.4 during that 10-game stretch. I've added Stewart wherever I can find him on waivers, Steve. And, you know, like we said, just there, there's a lot of upside for this kid in the second half. There's a ton of upside there. I... I'm a little worried about him uh, getting enough minutes because Mason Plumley, and and really that's it because Mason Plumley. But you know, Pistons have won 12 games; they're not going anywhere. The trade deadline is right around the corner, and it would not take much uh, for Stewart to be completely unleashed on the league. Played 25 minutes in that game on Friday; like that's a lot of minutes. Mason Plumley played 22 minutes, so. Actually, played more minutes than Plumley did. So, yeah, all the signs are pointing to Stewart having a big second half. Per 36 minutes, he's sitting around 11 rebounds per game. He's getting a steal per game. He's getting nearly two blocks per game per 36 minutes. So, 19-year-old, by the way. And he's he's starting to really uh, grow on me as a player. Um, also in Detroit, Sadiq Bay, 39% rostered. So, There's a good chance he's not available in your league, but it's worth checking. He's among the most added players in Yahoo leagues as we sit down to record this. Has scored 28 points and 20 points in his last two games prior to Sunday when they were set to play the Bulls. Uh, Had two steals in each of those games. So, yes, if Sadiq Bey is somehow sitting out there, I think you go get him as well. Are you... You know, I think there were times that we've been a little lukewarm on Sadiq Bay, Steve, just because can he do more than points and threes? But lately, he's been showing some of that versatility. Is has that gotten your attention? Oh, it, it definitely has. And in, in February, if you look at his game log in February, he was double digits in points really for almost the entire month. He had two games with three steals. He had one game with two steals. He hits threes all day long. He's scoring he's playing well and i i think um he should be rostered everywhere teats and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever what's that mean it means never cutting corners ever it means cooking not processing it means our virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection then twice baked to layer the flavors it takes more time but you can taste the difference we come to work every day to do it the right way even if it's the hard way because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just a reminder, if you're struggling to decide who to add off of waivers or to keep up with your fantasy squads in general, you can get access to our League Sync tool as well as our DFS tools and betting tools by going to edge-plus.nbcsports.com. Enter the, enter the code STU10 for 10% off any subscription. That is STU10 for 10% off. All right, Steve, as we get into part two of our waiver wire episode today, we're going to try to do this quick hitting style quick hits here we often say we're going to go quick hits and then it actually gets longer today is going to be different we're going to quick hit this thing you ready uh i'm dialed in okay tomas sadaransky we talked about him on friday he was tremendously boring in his first game after i said nice things about him had just eight points and five dimes did play 31 minutes though 18 percent rostered i'm still adding him if i need a point guard your thoughts on sadaransky uh i'm not opposed to adding sato i Played him in DFS on Saturday, I believe, and it didn't didn't really work out for me. But I I'm okay with Seto. I mean, that's his floor game. That's his floor game. Like eight and five. Okay, that yes, he's going to have games like that from time to time. Give him another shot and check back to see what he did on Sunday. Meanwhile, Isaiah Roby had a nine turnover game recently, which is just madness. But as we approach Thursday Thursday's trade deadline, he is a worthwhile stash. I think rostered in just nine percent of Yahoo leagues. His last four games prior to Sunday, Steve, a steal per game and 1.3 blocks. Where do you land on Isaiah Roby? Trade deadline stash. You like him? I'm good with Roby. Grab him. Hang on to him till the trade deadline happens. If Al Horford doesn't move, if the Thunder don't do anything, then you can maybe move on. But yeah, I think he's he's a guy you got to stash right now. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is just 5% rostered. Lonzo Ball has been popping up in trade rumors. And by the way, was, I think questionable as of this recording for Sunday afternoon's game with a hip issue. Either way, if you're looking to stash someone, I would absolutely make Nikhil Alexander-Walker a priority. He had a game with 20 points and six threes recently, a steal and a block to remind us of his upside if he you know, managed to get a, a consistently expanded role if Lonzo gets dealt. Yeah. And, you know, NAW is a guy I was really high on a couple years ago. I thought he was going to make more of a run in his rookie season. It never really happened. But when you watch him play, and he's been getting a lot of run lately, he's really, really good. But he needs Lonzo out of the way for that to happen. So another trade deadline stash, maybe. But um, if dominoes fall the right way, NAW could really uh, be a big winner. I don't know how you feel about Lonzo. I'm kind of hoping he doesn't get dealt at this point. He's been playing quite well for New Orleans. I think if he went to a team like the Clippers, he could maintain a lot of his value. But I'm not sure he could really hang on to all of it so i'm kind of hoping that he stays put just for fantasy purposes i like lonzo i drafted lonzo everywhere so i'd like him to stay there too the warriors have again come up shorthanded at center that led to a really nice game from juan toscano anderson on saturday night 
obviously not a center, but he benefits when their front court is thin and the Warriors go small. He had 11 points, six boards, six dimes, three steals, two blocks, and three threes. That is just a bonanza. And I think for any games where you know you've got Looney out, Wiseman's been out. Toscano Anderson is an is an interesting uh, streaming option. Steve, he is. You're right. I have not grabbed him anywhere, but he's he's sort of like Taylor Horton Tucker, like always on on the precipice of being grabbable. I, I kind of feel like that's where we are with Toscano Anderson. Reggie Bullock has been playing a lot for the shorthanded Knicks. Prior to Sunday, he had poured in. 18 threes over his last four games. This might be a case where you've already missed the hot streak, but Bullock rostered in just 7% of Yahoo leagues. I think you check back to see what he did on Sunday because he could have a little bit more runway left. Are you buying this in any way, shape, or form, Steve? I mean, you have to consider Bullock and Alec Burks for the Knicks because they both are going to play a lot of minutes. That team's banged up. That team's playing pretty well. Their record's pretty good, but... Uh, they're also a very weird team, but Bullock and Burks are, are guys you have to have on your radar at all times, I think. And you raise a good point. Burks was not on my list, but now we'll mention him real quick because he's, I think, 25% rostered in Yahoo. Last five games for him before Sunday, nearly 17 points per game, four and a half boards, two and a half dimes, two threes, had played 30 minutes on average in those five games. So yeah, I, in fact, I think I could talk myself into Burks over Bullock if both are available. Easily. I think Burks has Burks has the more fantasy friendly game, I think. Agreed. So this next one is probably just a streaming play, but but there's starting to be some deep league appeal to Matisse Thibel, Steve, who over his last six games has only averaged seven points per game, which is actually maybe arguably good for him. But you know, the reason we all know he's appealing is during that same stretch of six games, he's sitting at two and a half steals, one point two blocks, one point three three pointers. You know, he had a he had a real nice game on Saturday night, eight point seven boards, I think three dimes, a steal and a block. He's just thirteen percent rostered. This is kind of a case where you have to be able to stomach some brutal stat lines, but overall there just aren't guys on the waiver wire who can get these kind of defensive stats. Well, if you're in a deep league, I think he's he's a guy you you should probably be picking up and at least putting at the end of your roster. If you're in a twelve man head to head league, He's a guy who should be on your watch list in case he keeps doing this. Very intriguing, somewhat serviceable is where we are with Thibel. Um, yeah. A week from now, that could be different. He could be serviceable. The last name on my list, Steve, is Facundo Campazzo, who had 18 assists and five steals total in his last two games prior to Sunday. So he is a guy who was making some noise a few weeks back. He's starting to pick up a little more momentum for Denver could be an easy source of steals and dimes in the near term, just 3% rostered. What do you think of Campazzo here at the start of this week? It still feels to me like there needs to be an injury for him to really be worth grabbing. But I mean, there's a reason you brought him up very last today. There's a reason he's available in all these leagues because he's just sort of on the, on the cusp of having true fantasy value but he's really good he's fun to watch when you when you watch him play i mean i I don't think anybody hustles as much as that guy does and like i said we're one monte morris uh spray nacle away from composite becoming dominant steve do you have any other names that uh that you've picked up recently that i didn't mention here i'm a little surprised we didn't talk about moses brown let's do it we got a minute here you talk about you know seven one or whatever 19 year olds throw him on the list because he's really fun to watch and again 
we're a Al Horford trade away from Moses Brown becoming a household name. Moses Brown had a classic play. Moses Brown had that huge game against the Bulls, which we talked about on the podcast the other day, 20 points, 16 boards, five blocks. He he posted a dud in a blowout loss to the Hawks and had a play where, I don't know if you saw it, like he went up, if memory serves correctly, to kind of shoot a little baby hook and the ball just kind of slipped out of his hand like a, like a bar of soap and went about two feet in the air and just plopped to the ground. It was It was a real low light. But I agree. I do think that... He's got a lot of uh, a lot of upside and is, a, is another great stash. Roby and Moses Brown, I think you could talk yourself into either one ahead of Thursday's trade deadline. I have two two things left, and then we're then we're out of here. Uh, one, okay. have the Hawks lost since we spoke to gentleman Bob Raffman? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, well, that was the All Star break. Did we did we do this, Matt? Did we? <laughs> is is it on us? This eight game winning streak. I am willing to give us partial credit. I would say. partial credit. I would say I would say it's mostly Bob Rathman being a good luck charm. I think. I think he. I think we can give him most of the credit. I don't know if we can take it. Nate McMillan might deserve some of that credit too. That also seems possible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's exciting. They're they're in the middle of this brutal road trip. They got really lucky with bad luck for the Lakers with LeBron getting hurt. Really good luck for the Hawks with LeBron getting hurt. And uh, now they got to go play the Clippers and the Warriors and the. Suns, can't remember if they played Denver on this road trip, but uh, it's a rough one. Way out west. Last thing, Nicholas Claxton, surprised, Matt. A little surprised you didn't have one Brooklyn Net, Nicholas Claxton on your list. So fun to watch. Love the haircut. Just a a freak, really, on on the court. He's really, really talented. Really good. Well, you know, it's funny. And yeah, let's, let's take 30 seconds here to talk about that. What was what's my point? Oh yeah, well, so he had a couple games where he had phenomenal per minute production in under like eighteen minutes um, a couple weeks ago. You know, he had that seventeen point game. He had a sixteen point game. Both of those were in like sixteen and seventeen minutes. What's notable is the last two games for Brooklyn. He's been at twenty three minutes in each game. Now the production hasn't been anything explosive. He did have an eleven point eight rebound, two block game. He was quieter in their last game where he played 23 minutes. But yeah, if this guy's going to start to get 20 to 25 minutes, he is absolutely a guy you pick up. There is some, there is certainly some Robert Williams statistical uh, similarities in this guy's per 36 minute potential. So yeah, a great call. Great addition there, Steve. And you know, it, the minutes are the key there. I don't really care if he's producing right now because again, the trade deadline is Thursday. So that's huge. And also he's, he's young, he's physical, he, he's talented like, all the tools are there. He just needs minutes. And if they're going to give him 25, uh, the numbers are going to follow. So, yeah. I like it. We did it. All right. I think we did it. We did it. And we may still have omitted some players. It's probable that we did. It's probable there will be a performance or two on Sunday that happens after we record this that's worth reacting to. So make sure you check out Jonas Nader's waiver-wired column on NBC Sports Edge. And that's going to do it for us. On that note, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a moment to rate and review us as well. We'll be back here on Wednesday and Friday of this week. Thanks, Steve, for taking the time. Thanks, all of you, for listening. We will talk to you soon. Bye. 10 and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. 
we come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.